Welcome back to another podcast episode of the Bros Bookshelf. We have your host, Lennon Gibbons. Dr. Harvey Hinton III. Donovan J. Snipe. And we have joining us again, Miss Nakaya Smith. Yo. How y'all doing? What's happening? What's good, brothers? Y'all ready to get a Bros Bookshelf review on this book? Let's do it. I got some stuff to say. Man, this ain't no exciting book, though. I mean, I I have to I have to remember that I'm reading fiction sometimes. You know, I'm trying to read everything like it's real. You know, I'm really looking at like psychological dynamics. I'm looking at history. I'm looking at stuff that I shouldn't be looking at, as opposed to just enjoying a novel. You know, and that. That that does something to me. I'm I'm not used to reading novels, and you know, being a part of this book, this podcast is forcing me to a different genre. And so, um, there was a moment reading this, I felt like I was reading Trapped in the Closet. You know, I felt like <laughs> like it was like it was like what in the hell? Like these this is wow, and I was really enjoying it. Right? Um, there's a there's a there's a peek into um for lack of better words, the coming of age of a female story that I, I'm, I'm, I haven't been really privy to that this this book shows me. It was some moments that really made me think about, well, damn, well, how no one, I didn't feel as though no one, you know, said I had to be somebody that I had to run from like they did. You know, I didn't I didn't live under those conditions. And but I'm like, damn, this is fiction. Like, this is, the more I say it's fiction, the more I'm like, man, this is some bullshit. This is this. Why am I doing this? You know, right? <laughs> right. And yeah. I was, I was more so. Why is she doing this? And, and where's she going yeah. with this? And why? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. What's the point? Like, come on, man. Like, you know. But even when you found out why, it still wasn't a good reason. And, 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 and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I do not say that one bit to say that it's like a horrible book. I can't I can't say that. But at the same time, I'm, hey, man, we read it. I mean, I'm glad I read it. I exposed myself to the author. Um, you know, mm-hmm. very creative, you know, but I guess, again, it was just like, you know. And you do make a really good point about, because I... I too was kind of like reading it from like a historical because I was like, I know passing is a thing. So it's like, is this the story of like somebody? And I'm like, this shit ain't. And I was like, wait a minute, oh, wait a minute, hold a minute. And now who's what? <laughs> like, is this an adaptation of uh, of somebody's true life story? Yeah. Right, right. And then it was like. Right, but it was a lot of things in there that didn't make sense. Um, and, and guess but, what, though? If it was someone's true life story, it certainly shouldn't make sense. And I think that's the irony of literature and the way we've been taught to see things, right? Because people's lives are not linear and your life doesn't always have closure. A lot of these characters, their stories did not have closure. You know, people just had to get over stuff, um, traumatic experiences. They just had to get over it, suck it up, move on, try to reinvent yourself. I mean, that might just be the only thing you can do sometimes. I, I, I think you wanted to be a better strategy. You want to be a better strategy, but for many people, that's all they can do. Or you know they can do that if they if they can have the accesses and the means to do that they're doing more than most. I thought it was a good book. I like the way she wrote it. When in the book when I was reading it, when it flipped from 
Desiree's point of view to Jude's point of view, I was a little confused on where she was going and where she was taking the book and how exactly we were going to get to an end with this book. But when it, I finally read the last um, time frame of the book, I was like, okay, I see it now. And I think the majority of the book, every character in the book is the whole time is searching for another half of them to be the whole time. Every character from early to Jude to Kennedy to Stella to Desiree, they're all searching for another half of them to be instead of just mm. looking in the mirror and being themselves. So I thought mm. that was interesting. Even Reese. Mm. Reese was her whole, her whole Reese's whole part, part of the book. She's trying to be someone else or she was someone else. She wasn't her true self from the beginning. Um, overall, I think this was a great read. It was very, it had a, a lot of cliffhangers in the book, but in the end, it wasn't giving me the resolution that I was looking for. But overall, it was a good book. Just because the writing's so good, in my opinion. Maybe it's a saga. Maybe maybe it'll continue like Roots. It'll just it'll keep going on a bunch of different... Because there's a whole lot of, like Kaya said, some cliffhangers out here. So it's a lot of dots haven't been connected. Or maybe maybe they just haven't happened yet. I mean, we, we, we're just trapped in this closet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, what if, what if, what if, uh, for example, mm-hmm. I can't see how I can I can't see how the spinoff or the sequel to this book would be any good. Sam's kid, exactly. Sam's kid you know, coming wrecking shop, meeting Jude. Jude's going to be a doctor. They're going to get like um, they're going to get a sperm donor to have a kid. But the twist is. It's her brother. So who's having a baby? Maybe <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> now who am I? <laughs> who's this last-skin baby? Who's last-skin baby? Does it look, look just like what well, it can't be? <laughs> yeah. You know. It's got to be more to it because it's certainly just... <laughs> it's, oh, my gosh. Did you enjoy the book, Donovan? Uh, I thought it was okay. I just... Eh. I thought it was just me. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. There were some great themes. And like, like you all said, I think the ending was rushed because it was just like, what the hell is this? Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> but I, I kind of felt like it was rushed throughout. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not that it's a super short book, but I don't know. It's, it's just... I think some things could have been developed a little bit more. This relationship between the cousins. I don't know we, what was that. Mm-hmm. I did want more out of Kennedy and Jude. I was hoping that developed into something. Or Kennedy has an awakening. And after she came from Europe, when she was trying to find herself, mm-hmm. she came back and embraced her blackness and became like a strong advocate against racism. You know, mm-hmm. or something. You know about nah. it, it, it showing them that you can be she's proud ma- in your black skin. She's Madonna. She ain't doing that shit. She ain't she's doing that them, shit. She doing. She's selling them houses, but she Madonna, bro. She's she's not gonna do that. She's not gonna fight nothing. She's gonna enjoy the hell out of her life. Kennedy's cool, man. I didn't like the lack of positive black male representation in the book. You ain't like early, um, man. Early was the dude, bro. What you talking about? It was no black positive male in the book. Good but actor. dad, 
they, <laughs> they dad was lynched twice in the opening credit. Uh, Sam was he college educated. He had, to, he had to be G to get killed twice and, by white folks, dog. He had He could have, but she never, she didn't write him in. You know what I mean? And it, like you said, it's fiction. So she had, she had the imagination to do so, and she didn't. She had uh, Desiree husband was college educated. He had a good corporate job, and he was a woman beater. Mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier he had commitment issues. Earlier, had no then commitment Reese, issues. Yes, he did. Reese was the only black principal character in the story that that showed respect. But we all see Reese was black. man. When she talked about his curly I'm, hair and his brown skin tone. Yeah, light skin because Kennedy, uh, Kennedy said in the book she was like no light skinned boy like that would like a dark skinned girl like you. Yeah, you remember I, she was I, talking about uh, yeah, Kennedy took that jab at her. No, I yeah. remember that part, but I didn't. I didn't read that as light, light, light. I meant light, like she was light. I didn't read it like that. I didn't know white people. No. Call, I missed that. I missed that part. I, I was. I saw Reese was. She said that. It may have been. She that. said that because um, when. Um, when Jude told her about where she was from, and she was like, you know, they don't like people like me. Um, you know, the light skin, they like light skinned uh guys don't like dark skinned girls like me, they like the light skinned girls. So yeah, yeah, but they, Right, but I, I when they yeah. was reading light, I was reading white. I, I never read <laughs> um, I, I, I knew in Mallard they I knew that they knew they weren't white, but they won't their light was white to them. You know what I'm saying? So I, I I just assumed when she was talking to Reese, he was white. I never saw Reese's black. Uh, nah. I saw nah. I saw Reese, Reese looking Reese was like. I didn't see that. Bet you, but I was no, saying but, like so. But the, you had Reggie Walker, like he was probably somebody that I could identify with, but but he was just a picture on the wall. She almost got Reggie Lynch, bro. When I sit back and think about it, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, she did almost get Reggie Lynch. She she could she could have got that man in some real serious trouble, yeah. Now in this book, we're definitely the tool, you know, because early is the, early is the tool, you know. He he just there to make Desiree That's happy, it. you know what I'm saying? And why doesn't she deserve that happiness? Like why does her life have to lead about running behind some man? She done messed it up already behind some man, you know, right? Tried marriage one time, that shit ain't work out. <laughs> so you know, I mean. So Blake was the white man who was a racist and a sexist, and he had no idea of his vices. So I just didn't understand why the positive heterosexual cisgender black male was replaced in the story by a transgender male. I didn't understand where she was going with that and why did it make sense to write it as such. So with that being said, That's I that trapped in the closet was, stuff, bro. Jonathan. Yeah. What's going on with this freaky ass story, man? It, why it's a freaky <laughs> early banging old girl making all that noise in the house? Is it freaky though? I mean, that's another thing that that turned me off about early. Early, a grown ass man, and he living in his girlfriend mama house. They in their forties, and he talking about he don't care about having sex with her so loud where her mama can hear. Don't say disrespectful. 
Yeah, it's disrespectful, and he, it's, I mean, there's a way disrespectful. I mean, he's a moron. Yeah, this is a freaky story. <laughs> <laughs> Why hey, is it so freaky? On. Why? And Nakaya, what was your thoughts when she replaced a man with a transgender man? Um, My thoughts were, I didn't really have any thoughts, but I saw how it fit in the story, because Reese... Well, everybody in the story had a half of them that they were either running from or didn't know about. And Reese's half that she was running away from was her gender. And she wanted to, well, to go off the book, she wanted her female past and her female to vanish. And she wanted to be a true male. So I thought it was a good addition to the book. I liked her character. And she seemed to be the only character kind of with a straight head on her shoulders. Yeah, his, I'm he, sorry. His, his, his shoulders. No pun me. intended. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what the trucker said when they would lean their head back, the and, uh, <laughs> and he was trying to get some uh, some food money. As, um, a, as a little boy, the trucker. Come on, man. I'm, that confused the heck out of me. That confused me. So as because a, the trucker, the trucker was gay, <laughs> and the trucker, trucker was, thought that he was getting here from a, a little boy. A gay male. A cute young man. Yeah, yeah a, a cute male man. Man. That's a, a girl. Yeah, that and identifies so, as a girl. I mean, as a male. And because I'm finding out I'm getting head from a girl and not a male, I'm going to beat your ass, girl. Exactly. For sucking my dick. That. <laughs> right. Because I, I don't like girls. Because I, I don't like girls. Because otherwise... I could have just uh, got Misty that's standing over there by the <laughs> that's standing over there by the newspaper machine coughing. <laughs> oh, Misty! Everybody in town ran through Misty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Misty and Flying J's. <laughs> With the loose walls. <laughs> 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 like this is crazy like 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 all of that is in the middle of of what could be a very a very a very uh rich story you know I, why is all that there i mean it's probably just there just to for the sake of decentering because i mean cisgender men are the center of a lot of stories especially love stories so Maybe she just did it just to, you know, to dissenter us. Stella had a hump scene. Not a healthy one. It was almost like, all right, come get you some. Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. I mean, I guess that's... I I didn't... All right. Nakaya mentioned she understood the purpose of Reed's character because it was almost like a juxtaposition to Stella's character. Stella totally... Uh, became somebody new when she moved west. Reese moved west and totally became somebody new. But I didn't understand how did you not being gay or in that gay community all of a sudden accepted her first love as a transgender man. I mean, I mean, you can again, you can, you can, you can, you can answer, you can answer it in two ways. In one way, you can say 
it didn't matter to her because she was she was born to love love and she loved who she was attracted to and love doesn't have no boundaries i think that's one way you can look at it um and the other part of it is around just pure queerness and oddity right this notion that queerness queerness for some in the academic world at least it can just mean outside the boundaries of normality so blackness is queer and you know my my wife don't like when I say that, but just you know, and so well, well, isn't it the other way around? Because black is the most common. Wouldn't white be the queer thing? Since black, yeah, but 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 black? but it's not it's not the recognized norm of the societal norm. You know, it is the most gotcha. common, but it's, it's you know not not the societal norm. Our lived experiences are much different. They're outside of the margins, you know, and so because of that. You could you could go back into this bad argument that black men aren't being depicted well. Why would you feel? I mean, why would she want to stay in the heterosexual relationship when she hasn't been presented with uh, um, a picture? Stay in. She was never in one. I mean, that's just like her boyfriend, quote unquote, ain't prevent her with nothing good. So like right. all the men in her life either was just trying to use her or beat people up. So right. it's like, she yeah. never saw yeah, she never saw a good, healthy yeah. relationship. You know? And so, you know, she wanted peace and she deserved peace and Reese treated her a certain kind of way. But I so, think you raise a great question though. Like, you know, I, I, I thought it was weird. She wanted to see Reese's Reese's boobies. And Reese is like, nah, I ain't trying to let this go. <laughs> Did y'all think Reese really liked her or he was just pushing her away? I think he was pushing her away. Yeah, pushing her away because she wasn't who she wanted to be yet. Mm -hmm. And like, she probably had some trauma with getting close to people. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't, she hadn't fully transitioned. Yeah. And then you got to think about her past experiences. Like whenever she starts getting close to somebody, like she presents as a man, probably always. Like so, like once she gets close to a person, and then they find out, oh, you used to be a woman. Mm-hmm. They might reject her. So she's probably just used to all of her mm. interactions being those type of rejections. And then they have Jude come around and like want to accept her. It's like it just was weird to her or him. Um. Um. At, at first, Reese, you know, they wrote in the book when Reese be out at the gay bar, or if a woman hit on her, oh, I'm sorry, on him, and she tried to grab his crouch or get anywhere near there, he'll like push her hand away. So, I mean, that's a huge insecurity to know that you a man and there's nothing down there. have a dick. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Jude, Jude trying to touch upon your boobies. I ain't with that gay shit, son. <laughs> hello, hello, ho. <laughs> Jude trying to lick up on them boobies, and he's like, "Man, with that gay shit, we gonna be laying around here licking boobies." And shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, because right. Jude, Jude, I mean, because Reese was a man. <laughs> Reese got that Conor McGregor tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she loved. She, I think she loved Reese for who she, who Reese was, and how Reese treated her, and how she felt that that was a safe. She felt safe with Reese, and she was comfortable with Reese, and so I feel like that's why she kept going with Reese. And she 
that was a real rela- that was her only real relationship where she actually felt loved and loved out in the open in public. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so why me not accept her? That's that oddity queer. Yeah. Shit. So like, oh. why oh. not continue on? So she obviously it wasn't a big deal for her. But yeah. Reese, when she tried to touch Reese on her chest, I think that was almost kind of a deal breaker for them because she remembers mm-hmm. she went to go live with. Um, I want to say his name was Barry. Barry, yeah. She wanted to go stay with Barry when Reese got mad at her for doing that. But I mean, and in the end, eventually she ended up getting her chest removed and being their true her who her true person she wanted to be. He wanted to be. So he got the other stuff. He didn't get that so on sausage though, did it? Isn't that about that? Can you get a so on sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you can, uh, you can cut it off. You can pull one out. It can't you can. Keep it. Um, you know, Hell Teacher FM showed me like some stuff like that. I don't know why we were looking at trans stuff in health, but like he had us, he showed us pictures of like befores and after, and there's a lot of them you can't tell. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Jude just just played that trans guy too, like he wanted nothing, huh? Just was like, oh well. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna run, and I'm smart too. It's life is. Nothing. Did you go there to be a doctor, or did she did she start taking anatomy because of Reese's hormone pills and complications with his anatomy? Mm. I know, I know, she I'm, took the anatomy class for that, but was it her intentions on being a doctor when she first got there? I'm pretty like, sure those were her intentions, from what I can remember in the book, and I remember. Her reasoning for liking um, an anatomy in the body, wanting to be a doctor, was because she liked the way the inside of a body was still the same as, for, as a person. You know, you know, well, hold on. Let me get let me get my facts together. Hold on, I want to be right. I got the she book. said that she took but anatomy. I don't, it wasn't because of Reese. It wasn't because of Reese. I don't think that was that was not the reason. So it's page one thirty, Nakaya. What keep happening to my pads? What's going I'm on? Why definitely in one forty. It's on one thirty. I tried to imagine their first time being together, and Reese like keep the lights off. <laughs> and did you, you think Reese went? Me. Did you think Reese went extra large, large or medium? <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> the ones I've seen are usually pretty big. They usually just go ahead and if they're gonna do it, do it. They're gonna they they gonna they're gonna take the the super size. Yeah, like why not? <laughs> you got a choice, right? Let me get let me get large and a half. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That is so crazy. That's weird. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even wrap my mind. You see it, Nakaya? She said a body one. couldn't be labeled. A body could be labeled, but a a person couldn't. And the difference between the two depending on that muscle in your chest. That that beloved organ, not sending it, not aware, not feeling, just pumping along, keeping you alive. That's what she said. Yeah. So. But she also said each month he paid out of pocket for a vial small enough to fit in his palm. She barely understood how hormones work. So on the whim, she enrolled in an anatomy class that she enjoyed far more than she expected. Okay. So. In that passage, she said that she took anatomy because she was thrilled with the hormones and she was so into him 
damn, she could have been so into Reese that he changed the trajectory of her mm. life. Wow. Mm. Love is love. He turned her all the way out. Yeah. Um, she making all this bread. They can make their kids. Reese ain't got to work no more. For what? <laughs> I married a doctor. Right. Nakaya, to what you said, as it relates to Jew and Reese's relationship. And um, I feel the same way about my homeboys. Um, I feel safe around my friends, my male friends. Um, I tell my male friends some of my intimate secrets. They know some a lot of my secrets. I pour out my heart to them. And there's been times where I've hung out every day with my male friends. But I never felt like I at any moment when we were together, I wanted to lean in and give him a kiss. You know, so I couldn't understand if Reese was cool, if she felt safe around Reese. She knew Reese was a, tra- a transgender woman, male, I'm sorry, a, a, a transgender trans male. Yeah. Trans man. Um, love is love, Lenny. Why, why you still wondering? <laughs> love what you is say, love. Why you still wondering? <laughs> That lets me think that that Jude was queer all along. Because again, that, that. I mean, I don't think nobody's turned out and just just become gay. I think you just gay. If you gay, you gay. It's not about being gay, Lenny. Mm-hmm. Love is love. Yeah. Just let it let it flow. It's, I mean, I guess it's, it's not gay of, because uh, Reese Reese is a man. Love trans. So yeah. it's queer. Yeah. yeah it's so love. it's queer. Because Everybody's again, no boundaries. You can't you can't be straight and, and you we're, can't be straight, straight with uh, with with crooks it's in your segment, love. your line segment. Your line segment has to be straight. <laughs> no, it's it's no boundary. In order for you <laughs> to no stay. Love is love too. Hey, Harvey. <laughs> Harvey. Yeah. Harvey. If it's a fine girl that used to be a boy, but they got everything fixed, mm-hmm. and you a man, can Not you hit me. that? You know what I'm saying? Like, could you knowingly Not hit that if everything Not was me. disclosed? Why Not, Not me. It's a woman. Not me. Sort of. It's a woman. Not me. It's a woman. Baby. I just couldn't do Why? that. What makes a woman a woman? You can't have no crooks in your segments. <laughs> I got some insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right answer. That's how you kill that shit. I got some insecurities about myself. <laughs> I'm not comfortable enough to engage in that type of relationship. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I technically just want to do. <laughs> That's not where I want to be. I mean, no, it's not where I want to be. <laughs> let me say, let me say this about it. It's, 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 it's a slippery slope. You would think it's just about sex, and it's not because, like, I'm gonna give oh. you a bad example. Laverne Cox. This is someone who I've, I've. I've mentioned in several conversations because from a male female standard of beauty, 
I think she checks off those boxes. Um, as a human being, Hell as a human no. being, um, Fuck. I've well, heard her story. No. And I empathize with how she was bullied as a child and all that kind of stuff. I'm concerned about her presentation of white standard of beauty. Black women are her 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 hero sheroes. She loves these black women who was so strong, but she looks like a white woman. I say all that to say I've seen her in pictures with black women where I felt like she stole the show. And I didn't personally like the way I, I didn't I didn't care for that. And I and I why? Because it it made you feel I, again, like I got some insecurities, right? Did you did you ever feel like like mm, I, I, no? I didn't it? feel like that. I'm like, man, why is she stunting on this sister? Oh. Right now, this is the part where I was going oh. with this. Though. I hated, hated it took so long. Now it becomes where I have to. I'm just speaking this to conversation. Make sure that what I'm trying not to desire sexually doesn't become a physical preference attack against this person. So now I don't fool with any shows that will have this person in it, you know, and that part about it may not be fair in a certain conversation, but I wouldn't attack this person. I wouldn't go out my way to tell someone else not to support this person. But in my personal space, I wouldn't watch anything that had this person in it. I don't want that person in my space. And I think that's where it becomes challenging for me. You said because you think you're going to be attracted to them? That's, that's, the, that's, 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 the, that's the part of it. It's like recognizing that according to the standard of beauty, this is attractive. You think, she, you think she's attractive? Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. But then oh. there's that conflict. <laughs> it's that conflict. That's the issue. That's yeah. the. That's the. That, and anybody trying to do that, that's, no that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't. She's one of my favorite characters in Orange. Her character New Black. in Orange Actually. and New Black made me start watching the show. Stop. Stop. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Do you watch no. Wentworth? I, I couldn't watch Man, anything with her in it now. It, it doesn't have anything to do with sexuality. It, it's about where we've been taught as standards of beauty, and I don't want to be attracted to that uh, coming from my from my same gender. Why are you stickering? I mean... And that's fine. You know, you, you, you want who you want. Like, you, you, should, you should have some autonomy over what your heart No, he's is. saying is... Um, but, like, I say He wants that, but he don't want to want it. He don't want to want it. Yeah, he don't want to want it. Yeah, yeah, want it. I'm in love with this trans woman. What am I gonna do? That that ain't that ain't the same statement, dude. I'm just that's not the same thing. I I, I can give you one. I can give you one on the same on the same other spectrum, right? My hair. I got locks. Mm -hmm. I ain't no dude doing my hair. Like I ain't sat in a barbershop chair since the eighth grade because I don't like. I don't want no man caressing my head. I've cut other dudes' heads before. I ain't never done nobody's locks though. I I could, but I ain't never done no dude's locks. You don't want another man in that intimate space. Now I've cut a lot of dudes' heads before and I ain't never cut his head trying to make him feel good. You know what I mean? So 
So take that back, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what did y'all think about? So what did y'all think about like uh, how Jude stepped into that whole uh, community? It was an oddity. Um, Queer oddity. Yeah. So is it safe to say that Jude was queer? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It just didn't feel that way. But now that we talk about it, I, I, I guess that's true. Um, the Kennedy character. Well, first, before we even get into Kennedy, I guess we could talk about Kennedy and Loretta and Stella all at the same time. But hold on. One more thing. One more thing. Because you know who Jew wasn't? She wasn't no Ninth Ward Project chick. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't no chick from, you know, Watts. Like, she wasn't no hood chick. I'm just saying those to be funny, but, like, in real, you know what I'm saying? For She wasn't that neither, right? So her existence, okay. she was, she had her own freedom of expression, and that's what made her queer as well. Because I don't think she fit any stereotypical box of how anybody was supposed to be. That's what made her queer. <laughs> Okay. I get you. You're going to try to bend that quiz shit. <laughs> hey, man, mm-hmm. it, that's, it's, it's there. It's there. Okay. Get your money. <laughs> hey. Hey, in terms of the confidence, I think had Sam and Desiree stayed together and they moved to Mallet, I think Jude wouldn't have the confidence issues and the struggles with her self-esteem as she did growing up because she would have been self-confident in herself where no, nothing nobody could have told her could have, could have compromised her self-esteem. She wouldn't have so been I confident think, with her mama getting her ass beat, though. No, 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 no. I, I, you let a, that part out, buddy. In, you in, let in, that in whole part out. Right. In a different scenario, if, he was if Sam could... Like year two. Although Sam was abusive and Sam did those things, Sam was the man that you chose and the man that you chose to have a baby with. And you strip a whole half of Jude's life and identity away from her because you was trying to get away to protect yourself. There shouldn't have been no reason why that they didn't have some type of monitor she should allow her daughter to have some type of monitored relationship. And because of that, it kind of destroyed Jude's uh, confidence growing up. Because, you know, your mother gives you love. Dog, and physical abuse and is different, dog. Physical your abuse. Daddy I, gives I, you confidence. That's, we ain't talking about cheating. I mean, that we talking about physical deep, abuse, bro. Physical. That, that girl had we about infidelity. growing up. Bruh, if 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 I was a monster to beat my wife, I don't know if I need to see my kids again, dog. I don't know that she can trust me. It's one thing to go get some pussy. It's another thing to put your hands on somebody, dog. You can't do that and still expect to have the the benefit of being in this relationship. So I think that's the difference, bro. I ain't, I ain't gonna stand on that one. I think that's the difference in this one. But look, look what it caused you. I know what it caused Jude, but had she had she sent Jude to him, he, he would have beat Jude ass too. I don't know. You can't trust him. 
And honestly, look how she, and then look how he tried to get her back. He sent somebody after her to bring her back. A fucking bounty hunter. (laughs) Don't be dissing early, dog. Early good. Early is good. Early like dog the bounty hunter out this bitch. He would go track you down. Early, early. Early, early like Django. He like Django. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was. But shoot, they early ain't do nothing wrong. Early ain't do nothing wrong. The whole book, bro. So don't put early in that that category of misrepresentation. Early represents his time. Yeah. Early he got her, her first time. Yeah, early told her don't yeah, got that in that bond with that boy. Don't put a real name how you had no damn bond. He her lost that lost opportunity. opportunity when when he punched his mama, her mama in the face. He lost opportunity when he said he was going to kill her, and she left when she got the chance. Yeah, you're yeah. right because he did put a gun in her mouth. Yeah, he you put can't a gun play up you, to her head and told her he's yeah. you right. Yeah, we ain't talking about he was just you know. <laughs> I I gotta do it. I gotta do it. It ain't right. Our trauma is deep. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't right. I, I'm not. <laughs> oh shit! I can't believe you got me doing this, Liddy. Listen, man. Desiree was was wilding. <laughs> she was wilding. <laughs> it ain't right. It ain't right. You know, we we look at physical abuse and a man, you know, hitting on a woman. It's it's not right, but these brothers have this time period. They have they have struggled a lot too. They've been through a lot of trauma. They've been um, beating themselves. And are you and suggesting that no, Desiree? No, no, no. Slippery slope, man. Slippery slope, and she said, "You see, I, you see, I'm in the kitchen. You pies, and you gonna ask me for a damn button? Go get this Yo shit black yourself. Yo, black ass. Yo, black ass. <laughs> <laughs> you just like them damn Mallet girls. You just like them folks from Mallet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I teach you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that's right, man. I'm not saying that's right at all. That trauma's in our. It's in this. We got it." So, but but to the point, I think um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a time where men beat the shit out of it women. Was, it, was, it was not uncommon. And, and, and women, and, 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 it yeah, it wasn't uncommon. Shit, you got James <laughs> Brown that went on like a, a three state. It was not right. Desiree, yeah. But Desiree didn't know. No, I think that she was so sheltered at being in that town. She got her a dark man. That's that's working in uh, and he's an attorney, an attorney in Washington D.C. and D.C. used to be considered racist as hell, that's right. right? Yeah, a D.C. Right. He went to a white school, and he come home and he got this white woman in his kitchen talking about go find your own damn button. The <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. I saw you. Hey, 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 baby, how you doing? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, I mean, it's a slippery slope, but man. life is is not is not. <laughs> Dog, I think I think the whole question of identity is always something that you know someone tried to challenge me on that recently. Like the 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 identity pursuit is bullshit. That you're not just one person. That you're gonna have to be multiple people at multiple times. 
you know, um, as you maneuver from space to space, from crowd to crowd, you're going to have to make adjustments. Um, no, but that's making adjustments. This book is about people got a lot behind. Like the whole, yeah. like you, you're totally erasing a piece of you, and that's never to come back. But what's it's that like stake? Jude's dad. What's that stake? Jude, Jude's dad. I mean, hold on. Jude was one of them. Her dad, a whole half of her, got erased. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that stake? Stella. Stella and Desiree, they split, and then Desiree. What was at stake? What was? Come <laughs> answer the What again. was at stake? Yeah, keep going. Cause it's a beautiful question. Uh, keep going. It's the same answer for yep. every one of them. Keep going. Stella and Desiree, they split. That was a whole half of them. And what was at stake? Shit, livelihood. That's the point. A way of life. That's the whole yeah, they, point. They, talk, they keep going back to that. They keep going back to that because Stella was yeah, like, every, you know, yeah, she was twisting time. She, she reflects back on her life and she always think about, you know, um, what if my daddy was black? Would we would, would we have lived a better life when they came and lynched him if my mm-hmm. mama decided, you know, even Jude thought about that. She was like, what if my mama would have did what Stella did? Will I be this dark? Um, Will I have this rough lifestyle? You know, will I still know my dad? Stella was like, I mean, even Desiree was like, um, you know, what if I would have chose to do that? Would I live this lifestyle? So they all thought about that. And then, but then you had Reese. Reese talked about, you know, how when he moved west, he totally got rid of half of his life. As living as Teresa, uh, wasn't a Tyrese. As living as Tyrese, you know she transformed into a man. Um, it's, it's life Bianca, is at stake. Bar- each, Barry, Barry, Barry and Bianca. Bianca. Life, yeah, ba- Barry, a whole, a whole lot. It's at stake, man. Turn and we hold on. Let's be clear about this. We're not just talking about friendships and feelings and emotions. All that, all of that is real. We're also talking about economic opportunities. That's real. But we're also talking yep. about quality, pure of life. quality of life. And what is also talking about protection from violence and that fucking getting your ass whipped just because of who you are. Like that was the other part about Stella, all of them. Every last Stella one of those people with her. had been physically uh, right violated. Their physical person had, they couldn't protect themselves physically. Stella was molested and uh, traumatized from her dad getting taken out of the house. It lit so much so she's a grown woman. Molested by her boss, not her dad. Make sure that's I mean, clear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, she saw, her, she saw her dad get lynched and she was molested by her boss, Mr. DuPont. Um, but so much so that she sleeps with a bat behind her bed. Even that that's one thing that she bought with her into her new life mm-hmm. is that trauma, that trauma did transfer over into her new life. And uh, and then there was some times where she would show, uh, show flashes of still being black. Like when she went and she secretively wept when <laughs> Martin Luther King got assassinated. When she when she talked with that cigarette in her hand, like, mm-hmm, girl, back your ass up, girl. Don't get- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Back your ass up. Uh, uh, don't you come no closer. Oh, I'm on my door. <laughs> you better not blow my cover. I'm on my door. <laughs> I work too hard for this. Exactly. <laughs> now, what you say he beat our ass? <laughs> What's his name now? Uh-huh. Say, huh? How long they been there? <laughs> Lose. That's that place still there. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, uh, she 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 knew how to slip it. I mean, she couldn't help it. It's it's there. I think when you know she was a black woman, man. She had her moments. I think when she would go across the street to her neighbor's house, she wanted to, to get in that conversation a little bit tighter. She definitely enjoyed Loretta's. I think company. she envied that. But you I know think what? She though? Envied that, and she missed that. And see, that's where to me, <clears throat> there's this psychological romance that's happening between black and white. You know, race is not. It's, it's a social construct. It's not. It's not. It's, it's built on white people's positioning of power, but they understand very well that black people are their life source. And so, it's it's always interesting to me how um, during the time periods of their overt violence towards us in the shadows, it's us who's taking care of them, like physically nursing them, nurturing them back to health. You know, and in this in this story, I think you see a lot of those relationships where the lighter person found comfort in the darker person, like the darker person brought them. I mean, it's, you know, Stella and Jude, that was kind of different. But overall, you know, it, they Stella still would would would, would, would um, connect with with Loretta in that in that in that regard. But nonetheless, you also see. How the black Stella Stella credits Loretta with helping getting her uh, her groove back, right? Going back to school. But you also see the blacks, the darker ones. I should say the blacks, so the darker ones in the story, um, somewhat subconsciously play into the subservienthood to 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 light skinned people, or this this looking up to white people. Or, or looking at the world through wondering what it's like to be light and white, you know that story gets played out in 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 the darker the dark skinned characters in this story. I didn't see that with Jude. I think a lot of Jude's life is spent like that. It's an now, admiration of, of of lighter people up and having admiration. For she had very poor self esteem. You know, I was all yeah, around. That has, yeah, that had nothing to do with white light people. I think she used to look at them and discuss and look at them and see them for who they are from people uh, who think they're more than what they really are. Which, you know, she even told Kennedy. She said, "You know, the problem with you is you think you're the most fascinating person in the room." I so th- I think Jude had had a disdain for them, and and she saw them for again thinking that they are more than and better than what they make themselves out to be, just because the uh, the color of their skin. I think we come to that conclusion when we get close to them. I think that's the <laughs> the resounding conclusion when we get close to them, <laughs> and when we can find but that one. Far, it's a, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a mystique. Yeah, yeah. Once <laughs> we get close to them, like this is some bullshit. Like, oh, oh, this what this is. <laughs> I think that's what happens. You know? <laughs> I left Louisiana for this. Yeah, yeah. There's 
there is some coldness given to like I guess the lighter half or depiction in the book. Like there's there's this air of um, regalness about it, but then like like there's this air of regalness on the surface, but then like when you look below, like even with like say their mom, because it wasn't their mo- their mom is like that was another part that made me mad when her mama was putting Jude up in the tub trying to. Wipe up blackness That's that's and, a black woman story, bro. Destroyed her that's a black woman story, bro. Everybody, your grandmama did it to somebody. It was done to her. It was done to that one. Yeah, that's she a black woman you story. You think that was done to her mama? Her mama? Man, that was done to your mama's been. mama. That was done. <laughs> that was done to all our mama's mamas. Yes, sir. Mamas, yes. Mamas. If they could, if they yeah. could come in contact with Clorox, that shit went on their knees. You better believe it. Light skin has been lighter skin has been connected to godliness and cleanliness and black culture for way too long, man. And bleacher thing is a is a big thing in African and um, Caribbean nations. The the book helped me realize, or kind of helped me remember some of my own. Um, colorist views and values and just stereotypes. I was like, they just acting like light skinned people. But man. I had to put that aside. Man. Half light skin. So <laughs> I understand. I mean Harvey got some of that light skin privilege. I know. Amen. We talked about it. Hey man. <laughs> Harvey's like Charleston light skin. He's not like Virginia or Maryland light skin. Or like <laughs> that New Orleans light skin. I that de- I definitely ain't mallet light skin. I can tell you that much. <laughs> mallet light skin is on a whole nother level, son. You know? Yeah. Exactly. You're a darkie to them. Oh my gosh. I'm definitely a darkie to the mallets, to the dog mallet, to all them people in mallet. Oh my goodness, man. So I will confess, as a kid, I thought I wanted to be white for a hot minute. Like, like, I couldn't almost help it. Like, I felt like that's the world that was being presented to me. Like, I was, my first friend was a little white boy across the street. Um, when I went to school, it wasn't my fault they put that light skin, dark skin shit up. I didn't do it, but they did. And so, you know, I had a moment. Um, Larry Bird, all that shit, you know. Um, I think it was easy, you know. Superman was white. Um I think for the average black kid, you're going to grow up in this country at one point or another wanting to be white. You know, joy with the mullet, look cool. Like, all that white shit can can get to you. And so, yeah, I had a moment with it. But mallet white is on a whole nother level. I mean, I think that's a common experience (laughs) on Earth. I think most non-white people go through a phase, but especially being black Americans because... Everything that's presented to you is, you know, white, 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 white. And, um, you know, Dr. Crest goes about it in her, um, her book about this, this, um, this moment or this tendency for non-white peoples to kind of want or to aspire to be white just because of the nature mm-hmm. of white supremacy propaganda. Um, so you think right. all the pure things and good things and super important things about the world happen because white people brought them about and so therefore you just aspire to whiteness as opposed to just aspire to your own natural internal greatness whatever it may be 
And thus, the theme of the book, Kaya. Yes. Kaya, if you don't know about the dark skin and light skin test, you can't rap in this conversation. If you don't know nothing about the paper bag, if you don't know nothing about the paper bag test or the doll test, you can't rock in this conversation, Kaya. I don't know what you millennials be talking about. I know about that. Actually, I know a lot about that. Because I would I am considered a light skinned girl. You passed the bag test, Kaya. You passed it. I I barely pass. In in the summer I don't pass, but right now I pass. Would you have been able to be an AKA back in the I don't know? 20s, 30s. <laughs> Slippery slope. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. I know some dark AKs. Oh my gosh, they are dark. Ooh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Times have changed. Chocolate. Midnight black AKs, buddy. I know I've some. seen some Jude AKs. Jude, darkness. darkness. Yeah. We are all beautiful in our different shades. We are all beautiful in our different shades. Um, well, I, me being a black girl, I grew up and went to school with a lot of um, white people. I was usually one of the only black girls in my class. But at no point during, while I was doing that, did I ever want to be white or think that was something I want to do. But that was because I had self-confidence in myself and my family and I just knew that that was something I want to do but in the book I don't know even though Stella saw this as a way to put her as she said put herself in a better life a better situation I still she still could have had a life that she wanted without being white but she just I feel like she just took the easier way out because she see she saw that she could do it that one time and just kept doing it because if I can pass why not why struggle why struggle and be black when I could live my life as a comfortable white lady in the suburbs? Exactly. Who wants to be black? That mother, man, what she had to experience, obviously with her husband being killed, I mean, the trauma, you know, without, that's very traumatic. But those girls had to live through, you know, when their mother snatched them out of school, bro, like that. I ain't never had, no, nobody encouraged me. Come on, man. We were encouraged to go to school, dream, be what you want to do. What do you need? You need help here? Do your best. Nah, dog. Go, See, that mama came home and was like, shit, I'm tired, y'all. I had enough. It's time for y'all to go to work and chip in. What? <laughs> At that moment, Stella dreams of going to Howard and, um, and Spelman, Spelman was crushed. What? Yeah. So she put her life on. I mean, that moment, I think what they was like 16. When their mama had them going out to work, and it, it was in tenth grade, Stella dreams, yeah, yeah. But she, later on, she was able to pick up a piece of her identity when she became the adjunct of, uh, professor at Santa Monica College. That, but the sad thing about uh, Stella's life was that she was unable to share that piece of her life with Blake to to share with him how important that was to her to be able to be that adjunct professor, even though it wasn't paying a lot of money. But, well, you know, that was going Stella, back to what was Stella, stripped from her in her childhood. Stella is is also a twin. And I think that's something that can easily get overlooked, too, like the experiences of a twin. It's like a left-hand person. You know what I mean? Like, the world is designed for right-hand okay. people. Like, we... Twins have... Twins have... They they have their own challenges that are unique to being a twin as it relates to identity development. And 
even though this was a novel, I think that has to be considered. I mean, it's this idea you waking up every day to your same face across the bed from you. You know, looking at this person who looks like you, wondering when someone speaks, this person speaks. Someone's talking to you, this person speaks. So, you you know, it's just, it's just a, that's his own dynamic. Nakaya is a twin. Absolutely. I Let's go there. <laughs> we might not hey. look exactly alike and be the She'll same look gender. different, though. But go ahead. Yeah. Let's hear this. But me being a twin and reading the book, I understood how Stella and Desiree felt that they need to become their own person, being that they were born with a person and their whole life they're they look just like this person and they're always doing the same things and their whole life is always them together. But if me and my brother, twin brother decide to run away and go to new Orleans, we're staying together in new Orleans until we figure it out. There will be no reason for me to separate myself from my twin brother because I want to go do something else. That, that just didn't sit right with me in the book. So when I was reading it, I didn't really understand. And then throughout the book and then throughout the book, she's, longing for her sister Desiree. She's looking for her sister and Loretta and these other people. But in the end, you're never going to find another person that has that same connection with you because they were not born with you. They don't have the same vibe. So for you to... And then in the end, when she ended up finally seeing Desiree and she was crying and everything, it's like you always had an opportunity to go back and find her and you never did. So that just didn't sit right with me. She said she just thought that she was dead. And she was like, well, why would you think that? She was like, because, you know, if she was alive or she if she was out there, I would know. And I don't think that's, you know, from a secondhand experience, I don't think another twin would say that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she had to live like that, though. She had to. She couldn't live like her sister was lost. She For her own closure, she was dead. If she was, and, and for what she knew, the Stella that she did know was dead. I think you. I mean, you're talking about that internal, fraternal twin. That that twin radar. <laughs> what do y'all think that got Stella to go back? Curiosity. I, mean, um, I think. I think she went back to protect herself to make sure that they don't continue to come back. She might as well go back now before it gets bigger than what it is. Yeah, I thought that was a horrible I, I thought that was a horrible reason. Cause that was that was the reason that was given, Kaya. I mean, and, you, and I thought that was she said, I'm a, So basically, I'm going to get in front of this. Mm-hmm. I thought that was dumb. She didn't go back to see her sister. She didn't go back to see her mom. She didn't go back because she missed them. She go back for. She went back to solely protect herself. Stella's yeah. bullshit is Let some bullshit. Stella didn't show up for the funeral. No. No. That's right. Stella didn't show up. Kenny didn't show up. Stella don't know she did. Stella came by yeah. to say, "Don't mess up my white life." I'm Caucasian. Give him that ring and be like, "Look, here's a ring." Everything's okay. We good. Mm -mm. Stop texting Mm -hmm. me. Don't fucking call me. Don't send me no 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 messages. No Facebook messages. Just enough to pay for everything you ever need in your life. Because I got like my husband give me another one of these. So here, take this ring. Do what you need to do, and don't holler at me no more. Exactly. (laughs) Look at the back. And that ring lie. That ring lie wasn't good enough. For me, 
I would Blake blame it. Blake wasn't really emotionally invested in his wife. He was. He married his personal assistant. His she secretary. was a beard. Blake was gay. He was. A, she was a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> Weird white man gay shit. You know what I mean? Fucking one of Sam's kids. Weird you white. Gonna, man. You yeah. just gonna say Blake? Blake is gay. Yeah, he was racist. He ain't attracted to his wife. Though. He's that's, he just he just got her for the reason of reproduction. Nah, no, I think he attracted to. I just think that. Nah. I think he just. Like you know, white men like black women. He don't know she black, but she got yeah, everything black right. on her. She ain't Jennifer like- Lopez. She, you know, she, she, she ain't giving him that spice. Yeah, she's giving him all of like nineteen forties white woman body, not like the new exactly. Shit. Nothing, nothing se- no. sexy. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is just bored. Black. Yeah, y'all, y'all think Stella bored? Bored. Mm. I I know Desiree ain't bored. No, Desiree is hot. So Desiree no, got that pizzazz. Got that Mariah Carey in her hey, she, she got that Mariah Carey. Yeah. Desiree got a whole club back in Malibu. What are you talking about? She just took that man restaurant. She's like, this is my shit now. <laughs> yeah. Desiree's. Desiree's. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> Dada Desiree. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And thank you for staying with us as we go into season two. Our next podcast and book that we're going to do is Rick Ross's Hurricanes. This book, I know we left a lot out. We didn't get into into the details, but I didn't want to get into the details. I wanted to get into generalizations. If you want to get into the details, you can contact me on our IG page at The Bruh's Bookshelf, and uh, we can talk about it. Or I can just release it, release the other content when we get into the details, where we talk about the relationship with Kennedy and Jude and the relationship between Stella Kennedy and Stella and Jude, and also when we get into the details about the relationship between Desiree and Early. I didn't want the podcast to be too long. It was already over an hour long, so I just cut it out, and I just left the generalizations in it. But if you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends, send it to other people, and we can keep it up. Thank you for listening. Uh, follow us on Facebook at thebrusbookshelf.com and follow us on IG again at thebrusbookshelf.com. This is Lennon and I'm signing out.